Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the term hybrid? For many, it's an almost forbidden word, something that instantly draws up dark and horrifying thoughts of memories of getting cut off and being stuck going 10 miles per hour below the speed limit in the passing lane. For too long, hybrid has been synonymous with something purely evil, the Toyota Prius. A lot of supercar manufacturers have come to terms that fossil fuel powered vehicles will eventually phase out in favor of some alternative and cleaner powertrains. Electric powertrains are currently the front runner, of course. As such though, there's been somewhat of a revolution when it comes to powering supercars and hypercars with several manufacturers starting to develop hybrids. Yes, hybrids as in the same principal technology as a Toyota Prius, but executed very differently and better, much better. The first clear examples of hybrid power performance cars were the holy trinity of the mid-2010s. The Ferrari LaFerrari, the McLaren P1, and the Porsche 918. These hypercars not only set new benchmarks for road car performance, they also showed the potential for using hybrid powertrains to achieve these unprecedented performance gains. Although all three of the Holy Trinity used electric motors to supplement the gasoline-powered engines, the main source of power, they had different ways of approaching hybrid implementation. Porsche and McLaren set up their systems such that the electric motors and the engine could operate independently, meaning they could drive completely on electricity for short bursts. LaFerrari did not do this. Instead, it used the electric motor to supplement the engine's power as one system. Basically, you could push a button and get an extra boost of power via the electric motors. LaFerrari, the P1, and the 918 were supposed to be the blueprint that all car manufacturers followed for making their performance cars going forward. There should have been an immediate change in the performance car landscape, with everything shifting over to hybrid powertrains. Yet, none of that happened. In the immediate aftermath, at least. Part of it is due to the enormous costs associated with the R&D and manufacturing for the hypercar trio. In some crazy way, hybrid technology was just too expensive for entry-level supercar buyers. Additionally, a lot of companies still had five-year plans without significant focus on hybrid production. Those were the leading factors as to why there wasn't an immediate hypercar and hybrid revolution that followed the Holy Trinity. But in 2020, we finally started to see the next generation of hybrid performance cars. One of the first to be released was the Ferrari SF90. 
coming just after the launch of their new mid-engine V8 car, the F8 Tributo, the SF90 seemed to be an attempt to be a successor for LaFerrari. It's somewhat of a birthday present from Ferrari to itself, the SF90 commemorating almost 90 years of Ferrari being a company. But it's also over half a million dollars before you add any options to it. So it's not quite a mass supercar hybrid that the world has been missing. It's just too expensive and too rare. Again, kind of ironic terms to be talking about when discussing supercars. But then earlier this week, McLaren decided to lead the way with their new supercar, the Artura. As you can probably guess, this is McLaren's attempt to bring hybrid technology from the hypercar level into a more mainstream supercar platform. So what's the big deal with the Artura? Well, it's the first time hybrid technology is being introduced into a supercar platform, a car that's priority is performance, followed by flexing on the haters. The difference between a supercar and a hypercar comes down to lunacy. The hypercar goes out full out bonkers, making absolutely no sense, while a supercar can still make at least a bit of sense. Supercars are also much cheaper, and that's the key here. McLaren seems to have a platform that is a hybrid and cheap enough to sit in the world's lineup of supercars. The Artura technically replaces the outgoing 570S from McLaren, but it really just outclasses it. Where the 570S had a twin-turbo 3.8-liter V8, the new Artura has a twin-turbo 3.0-liter V6, coupled to an electric motor, again as the name hybrid implies. The engine makes 577 horsepower, which is already 15 horsepower more than the outgoing 570S. But then adding the 96 horsepower electric motor, the total peak power bumps up to a wild 671 horsepower and 531 pound-feet of torque. These are incredible numbers that honestly are you can't comprehend compared to the 570S. So the Artura has the 570S beat on power. Well, how about weight? As kind of implied earlier, the big drawback to hybrids is the added cost. They are pretty expensive to develop and expensive to also run. Another drawback for a hybrid is added weight. You have to factor in the weight now of a motor, engine, and batteries as well. However, McLaren have figured out a way to reduce weight by trimming off weight from the engine itself. This means that the Artura is only about 100 pounds heavier than the 570S. So in this case, I think that's technically a big win for the Artura. Okay, let's actually put this new hybrid through its paces. How does it compare to the legendary P1 hypercar? The P1's electric motor produced 177 horsepower and the car overall produced just shy of a thousand horsepower. Those are absolutely insane numbers, especially for a rear-wheel drive vehicle. 
and the P1 was absolutely crazy to drive, at least that's what the reporters have been saying. The Artura seems to be a less feral and rabid P1, and also more practical. Still rear-wheel drive, the Artura does also have an option to go into the full electric mode as well. Using its 7.4 kilowatt hour lithium ion battery, the Artura can actually drive around in just full electric mode for 19 miles. And then you can go home and just plug it in and charge up the batteries. Now the P1 was also a plug-in hybrid, but it only had a range of about 7 miles. Another thing, the P1 is actually a little bit heavier than the Artura. So in this case, maybe there's a chance for this new hybrid to actually keep up with the P1 in the corners. Alright, so we've talked enough about this technology and how crazy this technology is for this brand new hybrid. How much is it going to cost? And also, will it be cheaper than a used P1? Well, seeing that P1s are trading hands on the used market at about a million bucks a piece, pretty much anything is cheaper than a P1. The Artura will start somewhere around $225,000 to $250,000, so clearly not cheap at all. But it's got a lot of tech and a lot of the stats that seem in line with the P1 hypercar. So maybe it's just a P1 at 75% off. Anyway, I think that's enough comparisons. Here's the key takeaway. The Artura is a pioneer for a whole new world of supercars. From the obvious hybrid powertrain to the not so obvious, like the 120 degree hot V engine layout. This McLaren is out to set new trends for supercars in many different facets. I think this is when we start to see McLaren transition away from engines and non-electric power systems. They seem to be embracing EV tech, even in the form of a hybrid. And it's pretty obviously the same global trend we're seeing across the world. So I really do think we're coming to the end of non-electric supercars. Other manufacturers will probably follow Ferrari and McLaren's footsteps here. And you know what? As cool and as great as the performance is with this new hybrid technology, it's also a little bit of a shame. There's just something so special about a gasoline burning engine. The sound, the feel, the experience, I'm not too certain how an electric vehicle can replace all those facets of driving. But there's another way to look at all of this. We're starting to see a more sustainable way of keeping our love of fast cars alive. And of course, we're also seeing McLaren redefine the definition of hybrid, so that way we can push aside the Prius from existence. <laughs>